With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chabacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You want to This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate pit. You are now tuned in to your boy Brandon with his brother. That's right, JMP. Guess who's Bazak? The cool kids. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. This is the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. You are now tuned in to pop culture. Hit you with that pop, 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 pop. And I'm gonna be honest, Jay. You know, normally when we do pop culture, we got ideas about what we want to, what we want to do, and how we want to do it. But I didn't even know the subject was near and dear to my heart till recently, till news broke when I saw it on Twitter. That my girlfriend, she my real bad chick, Miss Melinda Gates. I'll be like, hey, what's up? Hello. She back on the market. And this time I'm not gonna miss her. I missed on that Miss Be- Bezos. Okay, I missed on her. Right. She married a teacher. Man, I had a chance. Okay, because I'm a regular dude too. But Melinda Gates ain't getting out my grasp. Not this time. Nah, man. Girl, she got that yummy, yum, that yummy, yum, that yummy, yummy. Plus, she got that money, 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 that money, money. I got to warm up on my vocals next time. Got to warm up. That's okay. That's, that's okay, though. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, no, but I'm saying the thing I love about Melinda is I know she don't go for dudes just because of looks because she was with Bill all them years, right? Yeah, yeah. If they don't go for looks, they go for what's in the heart. Okay, that's what I'm saying, bro. I, I understand your fever, but you gotta you gotta approach it the right way. I'm gonna be honest with you. She probably got all kinds of dudes, all kind of lame. Rich dudes coming at her all kinds of way. You gotta have a plan, bro. I got a plan, but I'm not gonna put it out there for everybody to know because they gonna steal my style. That's true. I just, I, I just gotta be honest with you. I'll be real with you. You my brother. And I love you. Yeah. Uh, through thick and thin, but I just need to make sure you're okay. <laughs> Being best man in me, Melissa, whatever her name is. Yeah, you don't even know her name. You don't even know her name, Melody, son. Uh, uh, Melinda. Uh, Melinda. I bet you couldn't even identify her if I showed you a picture. Um, depending on what she's carrying with her. Yeah. Is she carrying a bag full of cash? 
I saw one of the funniest things I saw on Twitter was somebody's like, no, it's control C when you're using a Mac. So that is so funny. Showing her how to use that iOS. Because you know she's been on that Microsoft for so long, she got to learn the new styles and new ways. But Melinda Gates is on the market, and your boy Brandon Phoenix is trying to holler. So if any of y'all know Melinda, if you see Melinda, if you at Whole Foods and you happen to be in the same aisle, tell her. Please look out for your boy because I'm trying to make a come up. And if I come up, we are coming up. We already talked about what we're going to do. She is a philanthropist. She is a giver. And guess what, Jay? I am a taker. <laughs> they say opposite check. Some got to work. Some got to work. Hey, look. Hey, look. Here's the thing. When I think about Melinda, people always want to hate on Floyd Mayweather. But Money Mayweather. But here's the truth. Melinda's the same exact way. What she beats her, uh, she has domestic violence charges. No, 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 in a different way. See, Floyd could have fought Pacquiao early on. <laughs> He's right. That's right. He could have. And he waited. He waited. And he waited. And people he call did. him stupid and want people want to talk about his legacy, but it didn't matter because when he fought Pacquiao, do you know how much money he made? Floyd waited for the perfect time. Six hundred million dollars because he waited and was patient. When Melinda married. Um, Bill Gates. Do you know how much he was worth back in 1994? I don't know. I know he was already rich, but he $9.35 billion. Now that's crazy to everybody. Everybody was like, oh my goodness. And I'm sure they went through their struggles, ups and downs, but just like Floyd, Brandon, just like Floyd, she had patience. Yeah. She waited. She did. And here, 27 years later, he is worth, I think, what, like $300 billion? No, he ain't worth no three hundred billion. Jeff Bezos worth a hundred. Oh, billion. excuse me. He went from nine point three five billion at age thirty eight in nineteen ninety four when she married him. Mm-hmm. She Floyd Mayweathered it, and now he's worth a hundred and twenty nine billion dollars. Yeah, and I'm saying she could do the same with me. I'm worth thirty seven hundred dollars right now. You know, at, th- at age thirty eight. Yo, hey, hey, hey! You never everybody, know. Everybody out there in Mountaineer Nation, throw your hands up if you a thousandaire. Put <laughs> <laughs> your hands up. Throw it up. Throw it up. Yeah. If you scared to throw it up, get out the car. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Beefy doing the most, man. Doing the most. Yeah. She was doing the most. Her Floyd Mayweather style. She's on the market. But look, I'm not like Bill. She's not gonna love me for my money. She's gonna love me for who I am, my personality. She's gonna she loves to love me for me. Now, Not because I hang with Leonardo. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know we had that in our repertoire, did you? You didn't even know we knew that song, did y'all? RVK Nation, did you? That's what it is. Let us know what you think about it. Let me know what Wait, you're... Go- I want to know... Tell what- us, do you think I have a chance with Melinda or not? And also, tell us what you're going to do to shoot your shot at somebody whose shot has been taken by a million person already. People already. People shooting their shot every which way. What you gonna say? What you gonna do? What you gonna do to convince her that you the one? Rat me voice! Do you have cold floors in your home? It may be time to insulate your crawl space because cold air is rising into the rest of your home. Alfred Home Solutions can fix this problem. Call them today at 304-317-4105 today to book your free insulation estimate. Again, 304-317-4105. Don't wait, insulate. Let's get ready 
Okay, let's get going. Here we go. JN Fiend from the Raspy Voice Kids. I'm here with my brother. Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. Here we go. Here we go again with another week of I got five on it. Hey, drop that beat, Jordan. I dropped the beat and I can't pick it back up. That means we got five on it today. Welcome everyone to today's segment. Let's get started with the first blank. Darius going undrafted made you feel blank. Surprised. I believed he would go third or fourth round. I knew he was a consensus All-American, super productive at the collegiate level, overlooked on a lot of, in a lot of places at a lot of times. So I knew he wasn't going first round like some people thought. I knew he wasn't going second round like some people thought, but I thought for sure he was a third or fourth rounder. To not be drafted at all in all seven rounds is crazy. We live in a world where Sam Ellinger was drafted as a quarterback and Darius Stills was not. That left me surprised. Surprise is a good word for me. I was honestly, I was angry. You got kickers, you got placeholders, not placeholders. Long snappers. There you go. Long snappers. Um, all kinds of people going before Darius. And, and if you watch the film, he was the only all American, consensus all American other than a freshman to be drafted because a freshman can't be drafted. And most of these guys went in the top three rounds and to leave him out to see what he does to see what I understand the process. I understand they like view and they look down and they break down and they talk to, but this is why I say, I don't, I just don't believe in the process anymore because you just pick who you want to pick. You spend all this money to look and, and dissect and Darius doesn't get picked unless he has something medical going on or something legal that we didn't know about. I don't understand it. And it made me feel angry. Yeah. Number two. I watched blank rounds of the NFL draft. This dude watched all seven because I wanted to see where Darius was going. And they got me. They got me. They got me good. I watched all seven rounds. Amen. I watched most of the rounds, first, second, third. Uh, I worked a little bit, so I tried to watch wherever I could and watch on my phone. And uh, yeah, they got me. They got Darius's family. They got everybody's family. <laughs> Everybody sitting in front of the TV for y'all to play us like that. But it's all right, because he's going to be felt. Number three. Kaiser going number four in the WNBA draft and getting a deal from Adidas was blank. Big time. Number four in the draft is highest in years for any, for any player from any team in West Virginia history. It's been a long time since somebody's gone that high and Kaiser did it, even though she was not projected to go till later rounds. She went number four overall to the Indiana Fever, not far from where she's from. Then she signed to deal with Adidas and she's talking mad noise, talking about people wear Steph Curry shoes, people wear LeBron shoes. Why can't they wear a woman's shoe? So it's a big deal that Kaiser is getting this attention because Kaiser's not just a baller. She's not just a shooter. She's not just a shot caller. She's also fine as she wants to be. And that's going to go a long way in the WNBA. Kaiser getting that deal, man, was huge. It was huge for WVU. We're building a brand. We've been done, built a brand. It's already built. Um, the program is doing great in all phases. That's why Shane Lyons, shout out to him, getting 80 of the year. This adds to it. When you have somebody drafted that high, it shows the um, credibility of the program in itself. Pedigree. Pedigree. And then, and then also, now she's getting a sneaker deal. And believe me, 
Oh, uh, she alright. I mean, she cute. She kind of cute. She alright. She alright. She's a thirteen out of ten. See, she ain't no Melinda Gates. Baby. She ain't no Melinda Gates. Hey, you hear? No, 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 no. Don't let Bernie backtrack. See, Melinda. no, no. Melinda's a nineteen. Hey, she's a nineteen out of ten. Melinda and Boogie. Hey. And Boogie. You done call him out there. Love giving you the name. Love giving you the You done call him out there. She ain't no M. Boogie. Look, Melinda ain't but, insecure. Okay, she not insecure. Okay, all right. Well, you heard his answer. You heard my answer, Melinda. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Number four. I was most excited to see blank go to blank. Honestly, I was most excited to see Tony Fields go to the Browns. Because first of all, he was drafted. Tony Fields is undersized, but that man is a dog. Now he's playing for the dog pound. He's going to be playing in Cleveland, which is not far from where I live. I mean, you know, like not very far anyway, compared to where some, some other teams where he could have gone. The man being from Las Vegas, uh, you think he might have wanted to be a Raider, but he got to go to the Browns. I was excited to see that. I think he will fit well with their scheme. He's a missile, man. He's a heat seeking missile. And I'm glad that he's there. That's exactly what the Browns needed. And I think he's going to, they're going to be what he needs too. What I liked seeing was Lil Fufu go to the Saints, man. To the Buccaneers. Yeah, that's what I meant. The Buccaneers. I like, oh, my bad. I, I didn't mean the Buccaneers. To see him catch passes from the GOAT, to see him get his optimal pro, uh, opportunity. Tom Brady is no crap, no mess. You better bring your A game. You better practice hard and work hard. I think Lil Fufu fits into that perfectly. So make sure. I think his only goal is to make sure he catches the ball. I know that seems simple. I know that seems easy, but at slot receiver, I'm not talking about outside receiver. I think a slot receiver, if he can show his ability to not drop any passes, he has a good frame. Um, he goes and gets the ball. He can be successful there in the slot with Tom Brady. Do I think he makes a team? I don't know, but I like, I, I just like seeing it. I like seeing it. Number five. Sagabar Kanate joining TBT means blank. I love it, Jay. It makes me feel love. Sagaba Kanate joining Best Virginia, being an alumni, um, playing on the alumni team anyway, the alumni squad, is a big deal. He's the greatest shot blocker in the history of WVU basketball. Some may argue, but that is my opinion. And I think he's added dimensions to his game that's going to be a big deal. And for them to play, and they're going to play in Charleston this summer for him to come back home, it's a great thing because he did not leave on the best terms. There's a lot of fans who didn't like him, but there's going to be room for him now. And I love it. I'm going to take you back to Space Jams and say rejected. Old school, old school, uh, NBA jams. That's what it means. You know, he will throw that shot right back at you. He will get the, the Ken Baby Tumbo, not in my house. Sags being on the squad gives us a rim protector. Sags on the squad gives us a rebounder. Can he put the bucket, the ball in the bucket nowadays? I don't know. But I know on the defensive end, he's going to provide something. So it'll be big for TBT. I know there's a lot more talent, a lot more guys being recruited. Um, like I said, we're a few years into this and you know how every tournament goes. The more years that go by, the more talent rich the, uh, the players are. But it seems like we also are recruiting talent and accumulating talent. And I'm excited to see it. And if I can be there, man, I'd love to be in Charleston to watch one of those regional games. Well, that is it. I got five on it. Jay Fiend, I also hate Pitt, was in the building. Tell us where we got it right. Tell us where we got it wrong. Tell us how you feel. That's what's up. Here we go. WV Roundup. Let's go. Wrap it on. Hey, get that last one ready. We rounded it up. We talking about everything WVU right now. It's your boy, JF Fiend. 
Also here with my brother, Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. And the truth is, if we're going to talk about Mountaineers, stuff everything Mountaineer, what else are we going to talk about than the slide and non-drafting of Darius Stills? I'm not trying to put a little stank on it. It is what it is. He landed with the Raiders, Brandon, the Las Vegas Raiders. He seems very happy and he's ready to overcome anything. Oh, he seems furious to me. No, he seems happy to be with the Raiders, but he seems he seems hungry. Him landing at the Raiders, man, how'd you feel? How'd you feel about the draft? How'd you feel about watching, you know, Fields going to the Browns, all that good stuff? Let's, let's talk about the draft. Fields, to me, is a perfect fit in Cleveland. I thought that was excellent. And Cleveland had a good draft. I'm really impressed, to be honest. I, I'm not a Cleveland fan. I usually am a, I'm usually clowning Cleveland. But it looks like that they've got a competent front office now, and they know what they're doing. That bodes well for a guy like Tony Fields, who's undersized, but he's a missile. I called him a heat-seeking missile earlier, and I think he fits perfectly for what they're trying to do. Successfully, uh, they've been successful offensively. Defense is where they struggled to some extent. Um, and they are building themselves a nice, uh, I don't want to say program because that's college, but they're building themselves a nice football team in Cleveland right now. I agree. I agree. Um, known as the mistake by the lake, they're trying to correct it once and for all. I'm happy for that. Darius sliding where he slid, not even getting drafted. It's just like him not getting an offer from WVU to after they wanted to make him a package deal with Dante. It's a chip on his shoulder once again. It's a guy who's undersized because let's be honest. And what, and what happened once they offered him a scholarship? He took it immediately and then he blew up. He was almost immediately productive. Consensus all a freak American. Yeah. I mean, he didn't do that as a freshman, but he did do that as a senior. I mean, he built himself into what he knew he could be. And what I love is his tenacity, and I believe that he's going to bring that to the Las Vegas Raiders. Here's the thing, Brandon. Do and we know, well, I want to say we know that people can be successful at his size because Aaron Donald is successful at his size. I'm not telling you he's going to be Aaron Donald. What I'm saying is if a guy can be as dominant as Aaron Donald is at his size, Darius Stills can carve out a niche and be successful in this league. I agree 100%. I think he's going to make the team, and I think he's going to make an impact on the team. But, Brandon, do you know how many defensive linemen in total were taken before Darius Stills? I saw 17 defensive tackles were taken. There's more than 17. I counted them. Tackles? More than 17 tackles. But I'm asking you first, how many defensive linemen were taken before Darius? I don't know. I didn't. I just knew. I thought there were 17. The answer is 44 linemen went before Darius Ridiculous. Do you know how many defensive tackles were taken? 19? Was it 19? 20 defensive tackles were taken before Darius Stills. Absurd. And I know this. I didn't read it nowhere. Yes, I wasted my time looking at every pick and saw there were 20 defensive tackles, 24 defensive ends taken before Darius. And for me, I just kept thinking, what in the world? Was there something medical? No. Was there something legal? No. I I don't. Was his answer just that good? I don't get it. I think because. I Especially think, because he's a no, legacy. He's a, he, he, might, he, he might be a legacy, I mean? Jeremy, but he's undersized and he's not a freak of nature. 44 defensive linemen. I agree. You are all American and, and people don't take, all right, that's fine. That's fine. You missed on them. That's fine. Um, I, you know what? Th- that's up to you. I, I, I can't make up the money that he lost from these idiots not taking him. And I'm not sitting here bashing everybody because I'm not sitting here saying Sounds like you best. are. You called him idiots. No, I'm, I'm not saying they're the best defense. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he's the best defensive line lineman in the world. What I am saying is it's ridiculous that he didn't get drafted and that 44 other defensive linemen went before him. Matter of fact, he even said that there's no way that some of these defensive linemen that are going before me are better than me. Yeah. I love the chip on his shoulder. And you know what? There's only one thing you can do is prove it. 
Yeah. And I, and I love that. I don't think he's the kind of kid that would ever get comfortable, period. But now they've made it, they've made sure that he will have a chip on his shoulder that will never go away. Tom Brady style, in my opinion. I hope. I hope. And we'll see. Everybody but, wants to reference Tom Brady, by the way. I see people who didn't get drafted and everybody wants to reference that. We'll see who's willing to work hard because there's reasons that people are successful and people aren't. You know, and, and there's obstacles in people's way, but let's see how hard they're willing to work. But speaking of defensive ends, Brandon, we had a defensive end. Another man hit the transfer portal. Jeffrey Pooler is out. Um, we kind of talked about it la- uh, last week. Do you feel that it's going to have a significant impact on our defensive well, line? Well, I think it hurts our depth. It hurts our depth. Jeffrey Pooler is a good defensive end. It hurts our depth, but it's not earth-shattering. It's not Tyke Smith leaving. It's not Drayshawn Miller leaving. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But it definitely hurts us. And I wish him nothing but the best in his future endeavors. And that's pretty much all I have to say about Jeffrey Pooler. Yeah, you know, I, I saw him, you know, come out on Twitter and say stuff about people who weren't supporting him. I don't know. I hadn't seen it. Obviously, he had. Um, people who throw negative shade, what's the point? Yeah. Second of all, don't do it. We got who we got. We're riding with who we got. Hey, you wish everybody the best and you move on. And that's what we're doing with Jeffrey Puller, man. I hope the best for him. But for the defensive line that's remaining, man, I hope everybody gets hungry and goes after it. And I think they will because Taj Austin has spent a lot of time injured. Vendarius Cohn playing that bandit position. He's been spent a lot of time injured. I think you're going to have guys out there trying to prove something. Speaking of those remaining, should we talk about baseball? No, I told you before the season started, I had a feeling we weren't going to be good. We don't handle expectation well. I well, know. it's a young team. And we didn't have our coach for because of the tragedy, you know, that, that went on with, yeah, with his son, with Maisie and his son. But we, Team Whammer, by the way, if you haven't donated, please donate to Team Whammer. Check that out. We do not basketball, football, baseball. We just, we show that we don't handle expectation I, I, well. I will give baseball a break in that they are young. This is not a senior laden team. You started out number ex- 14. Yeah, I agree. Top That's 15. True. That's true. And now it's not like we're right outside. What happened to your boy Slim Reaper? Huh? Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what? Well, you know what happened? We found it was too easy to just dominate early. Yeah. We're going to wait to that Big 12 tournament, make a run, and win the Big 12 tournament. Because that's the thing about college sports. You can stick as much as you We can lost every single game. You know what happens if we win the tournament? Uh, we're in. We're in. I'm going to say, I don't really know how baseball works, to be honest. I don't know all the ins and outs and details. Uh, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I thought. If we win the tournament, just like all other sports. Uh, I mean, I don't even know if we invited the tournament. Like, I don't know. Like, I just <laughs> don't know exactly how that works. Yeah, I assume if we win the Big Twelve tournament in baseball, lots of assumptions going we're on. We're in. We're in. I mean, that's how everything else works. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, too, did we talk about the Super Conference last year? Uh, last week mm-hmm. about how they were trying to make a Super Conference. What was it? Soccer. Yeah, the the Super League. The Super League, it fell through. But I know there's people who are like, oh, this is crap. I'm kind of excited for it. No, it's not. It's done. It's gone. It's over. That's what I'm saying. But like for for the future of Super Conferences forming, I know we've been on the cusp, but we've been talking about about, about it uh, in football for a while or basketball or mostly football. I'm kind of excited about it. Like, I don't know if we'll get the biggest Super Conference as long as we're in. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if we're getting the first super conference formed, but I feel at least by the second, we got to be in, right? I, I, Jeremy, I don't know. I don't know how this stuff works. I don't, I don't know. Like, I would guess that West Virginia would be in it. I would think that we would be for a lot of reasons. Financially, I feel like it would make sense. 
Um, competition wise, I feel like it would make sense. I feel like we are one of the 64 best teams historically and currently, but you never know. And I, we're not Alabama or Ohio State where we're guaranteed to be in. So it would be a scary proposition for me if somehow we got left out. It would be terrible if suddenly we didn't matter at all. That's true. That's a good point. Good point. Well, you got anything else with the everything Mountaineer? I think I got everything I want to get out. Yeah, that's it. For, well, uh, what do you think about Neil Brown getting an extension? That's what you got to do. It's par for course. I was the biggest thing for me was that they got extra money for the assistance. Not as much as I would like, not as much as we need, but they got extra money for the assistance. So and I thought it was good. And it seems like we're at least locked in for the next two years with Neil Brown. His his buyout is what four million for the next two years, something like that. Now here's the truth: anybody who gets washed up in no, oh, he's locked down. Four million dollars is nothing for a big. A program. If Michigan, if any of these teams come around, let's say Neil Brown goes undefeated this year, makes a run. Four million dollars is nothing. nothing. Yeah. They will pay that four million dollars in their sleep to yep. get him out of the contract. They sure will. But for us, it makes us feel a tiny bit better that if we go nine and three, um, we'll have him for two more years before the buyout becomes $1 million. And the other thing that's nice is it tells kids we're committed to a coach. Yeah. So when you're on the recruiting trail, you can sell them, you can pitch them, you can prove to them that you're committed to something and they don't have to be looking over their shoulder about a replacement. Although we know nothing's final in these day, in this day and age, it does give you some confidence. The, the other thing I like is, so I don't like turbulence on a plane, man. When I feel turbulence on the plane, gives me anxiety, makes me feel scared. I don't know how it makes you feel, but it shakes me a little bit. But one thing I do is when I feel turbulence, my first look is to the flight flight assistants. What are they called? The flight, flight attendants. Flight attendants. And then if I could see the um, the pilots, that would make me feel better. I look to see them, look at them to see if they're freaking out. When they're calm and cool, hey, this is just how it goes. You know what I mean? This is this is the way it should be going. It makes me feel more calm. That's what we're experiencing with Neil Brown. Our athletic director, Shane Lyons, and Gordon Gee look at Neil Brown and say, hey, things are going in the right direction. So no matter how you feel uneasy, maybe you feel uneasy about the climb, maybe things aren't exactly where you want them to be right now, hey, 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 hey calm down. We're going to talk about our jobs being on the line, and this is the guy we put faith in who's leading us in the right direction. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it sure. comes me down looking at those flight attendants, look at those people in leadership positions, Shane Line, Gordon Gee. They say they like where this process is going. They say they love the way this process is going. And I feel like it's going in the right direction too. And I'm down to ride. Keep trusting in the climb. But that's what we got. Roundup over. That's what it is. Now, you ready for these interviews? Interview? Excuse me. You ready for this interview? Here we go. Lock in. Golden Blue interview next. Wrap me, boys. It's here and I like it. That's right. It's your boy, J.N. Fiend, in the building, in the booth. And today, on a, on a Golden Blue interview with the Raspy Boys kids, we got a man straight out of Compton who went to Arizona, <laughs> who ended up at RWVU, and now he's a New Orleans Saints. That's right, the academic all-Big 12 second team. It's your boy, Mike Brown. What's up, baby? 
Yo, what it is? It's your boy, Mike Brown, baby. Now nah, we love it. We love it, man. All right, so you live in a dream. How many people can say <laughs> they've been picked up by an NFL squad? I know we're going to get to your WVU career here in a second. But, man, how's it feel? Sign that contract. Now now you're about to go down there to New Orleans. Coach O territory. Man, yeah. To be honest, uh, it, it still it still feels very unreal. Uh, I can't I can't believe it. Um, to this day, me and my brothers, uh, we like he's over here reading my contract because he can't believe it. I can't either. But the fact that I'm actually going to the NFL team, man, stars are the limit. Not stars, the sky's the limit, man. That's the dream right there, man. All you need is an opportunity, right? Yes, sir. That's all I need, baby. Have you checked out the Saints depth chart? Have you looked at like the offensive line to see where you fit in? Oh yeah. Um, actually, my brother showed me that very day, and he was like, he was like, "Dude, the beautiful opportunity, man." I was like, "Why? What's going on?" He was like, "You see their depth chart? They're like they're hollow, bro." I was like, "Oh shoot!" And he showed me it's like I only got like what two two for sure starters, and the rest is just to, to be continued, man. No, from what he showed me. It's a beautiful thing. Speaking of your brother, man, I mean, not to jump into this too quick, but we know that he he dipped out in 2018, no, 2019. How was that, man, being able to yeah. play beside your brother and then, you know, watching him leave? How, what kind of effect did that have on you? The fact that I had the opportunity to play with him at a D1 level was amazing. I wish we both played together in a game. That's one thing I still, like, I'm still trying to achieve to this day with my brothers. But uh, having my brother there was definitely a blessing. Made everything easy. What I mean by easy is like uh, adjusting to the new life as a mountaineer, uh, sweating together on walking those hills, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all that. But when he law school hill man ain't left, no joke. Hey, that that the hill ain't no joke. I don't laugh at it. It ain't a joke, man. <laughs> I'm dying <laughs> when I see that. <laughs> yeah, that's but when up. he left, it was, I was like, I, I was definitely uh, a little sad, a little sad when he left. Uh, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Life moves on, and you know he's he's living good right now. So yeah, he's here. But uh, that's, that's all that matters, good. man. That's that's all that matters. Real quick, I'm gonna hit you with another question. But let me just say, them Hawaiian bees. I saw you rocking. Um, I don't know if you ever checked out my Instagram. Probably not. I got some of them Hawaiian beads. People try to <laughs> no. People try to hate on me. And they were like, "Oh, them Buckeye bees." I'm like, "No, those are Mike Brown bees, son." <laughs> Whoever's hand on you, bro, they ain't got swag, man. Because Amen. I blessed a couple other coaches with them, and I picked a few to to to, rock, uh, to give to Rock. And you know those guys meant a lot to me, so they have them, and you have them. Man, I love it, man. I got y'all about to break out with the teach me how to Dougie. Teach me how to Dougie. Well, you know what? Speaking of Dougie, I do want to get this question in there, man. So you've been there, you've seen what West Virginia has. When it comes to Deggy and Green, a lot of Mountaineer fans right now are wondering who should be the starting quarterback. Um, but just what, what did you see from your time there with the young freshman Garrett Green and then the veteran Deggy? Okay, there's a reason why Deggy started because he's like that. You know what I mean? He's he's a quarterback that you want. He's a quarterback that delivers, and you know he's always uh, doing his job, breaking expectations, and just rocking out with it. Now that being said. Today's football is all about mobile quarterbacks and about who can also do what Deggy can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I seen Gary Green do all that and 
you know, break through the pocket like he's something like what? What's that man's name that I played against? Uh, Kyle Murray. He definitely looked like that man. Right. That's that's one. Thing. So, I was gonna say Michael Green Vick, but it. I was gonna say Michael Vick. But all right, we'll go Kyle Murray. Okay. <laughs> so you were from Compton, straight out of Compton. Then you hit Arizona. Pretty guy named Mike Brown. You know, you know, you know the lyrics. Man. Oh, hit me. No, hit me again. I was talking through it. Hit me again with that. <laughs> Straight out of Compton. I created someone named Mike Brown. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it, it. I love it, man. <laughs> I love it, bro. So how did you end up at WVU from, from Compton to Arizona? And then you're, you're in here in the mountains? Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's not your typical journey. Uh, first and foremost, uh, yeah, uh, mostly people know that I barely started my career at Eastern Arizona. So my IQ of football was very low. So me leaving West, uh, Arizona, I went with my brother. So me and him had a couple options and one of them was West Virginia and like, at the time, I didn't know they were one of the, you know, they were really, really good. They had Will Greer, David Seals, you know, Gary Jennings, Wesco, Dave Lyons. You know, they had that, that, that elite team 2018, and, you know, we were going into that. I didn't know all that. I didn't know what, uh, what, what best schools were and the Big 12 over the best schools and the, you know, SEC and all that, all that. I didn't know any of that. But my brother did. But one of the first schools that hit me up, and I was loyal to that school, was the Jayhawks. You know, the Jayhawks, and then I got a more schools, and more schools kept coming in. But I'm the type of guy that's loyal to the first guy that shows love. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So when the Jayhawks hit me up and following a whole bunch of other schools, West Virginia being one of them, I committed to the Jayhawks just because I thought they're they're awesome. I like the facility. Uh, and the main reason was cause I loved the uniform. I thought they had all kinds of uniforms. That was like the main thing. and I, I wanted to look cool, so I thought it was cool. But then my brother was like, let's go to West Virginia. I was like, nah, dude, but Kansas is our first. He was like, dude, West Virginia is a better school than Kansas. I was like, is it? And then he was like, yeah, dude. I didn't know the history of Kansas. So we both end up going to West Virginia, me knowing nothing. But when I got there, and that, that, like, that's how we got there. Because my brother knew everything. He knew uh, where the best schools, the best chance to get looked at. And then I just basically, we both made the decision to go to West Virginia. Man, I love it. Absolutely. Your, your brother seems like he's up on it. He understands. He understands yeah. real, real ones, real recognized real, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> so you make it to West Virginia. You go like 10 games, or maybe, maybe I think it was 2019. You didn't give up a sack. You didn't miss an assignment. My dude is 6'3". It lists you as 348 pounds doing work. Now you Absolutely, get to the end of, now, now you get to the end of your career. It's over. What did your time, um, at West Virginia mean to you? Man, uh, it meant the world, man, because that, uh, West Virginia gave me the opportunity to be where I am at now. You know, uh, I played there, met all my brothers there, and I'm forever going to have, and one of the best things that, that stays with me at West Virginia is my daughter is a mountaineer. She was born and raised, like, not, not well, she oh. was born there. Mountain she mama. was raised her, yeah, her first, uh, what, four, four months there? For her first four months, she's uh, born and raised out there for the first four months in uh, West Virginia, coming to my game. She didn't know where she was, coming to almost all my games during the pandemic. Man, 
that that whole time in West Virginia has all been it's just been about working hard, sacrificing, and just learning how to be a man and building my family. Yeah, so man. that's 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 one thing I, I I've learned was from being a mountaineer in West Virginia is growing up. You know what I mean? I love it, man. Did the mountain uh, mountain state show you love? Oh yeah, come on, man. Everybody know Mike Brown out there, and what I what I be displaying for them, man. They know what I can do, baby. And the videos I make for oh, that's why I make those videos is for them. Just you know, entertainment point for uh, side of a uh, football player. No, you know bro, I mean? we love it. We love it, man. I love the energy. I think you and Lil <laughs> Fufu, you and TJ Simmons, bring the hype, <laughs> bring the energy. Sway arm and arm singing "Country Roads." You know that's a dope tradition. You know what I mean? I love it. I love yes, everything sir. about it. But here's the thing: you're talking about the the um, things that you've made here at West Virginia, the connections you've made. Here's the truth: I'm gonna ask you a fan, a very fan question. We are in year, I believe, three, maybe four, three. I believe three of Coach Neil Brown. Um, we've seen improvements. Mm-hmm. Why? Why should us regular Mountaineer fans trust the climb? Well, when you're when you're a Mountaineer man, and when you think about the logo, and like everyone who who, who built it from the foundation and up, like. You can't give up on it, man. Like Neil, like when when I made the switch to it, it was hard for me too. But you know, there's one thing you gotta do is just you gotta trust. You know, a lot of people say trust the process, but mountaineers is trust the climb. It's the same thing. You know, I, I, there's there is a lot of speculations out there, but um, Brown and, and well, what, Moore, what, they, they what kind of know? speculation? What kind of speculation you talk about? Like a lot of people don't like I be I be I be reading the comments. I be seeing a lot of stuff on social media. Some people don't like it, some people do. You know, I'm a normal man too. I like to go through my social media. Like, I read some of those and all that, but you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not one man to judge someone's uh, opinion. But like I know I know if if, if you believe in the, the school and you trust the process, some something's good always gonna come out of it. Hey, you know what? Like uh real talk, it feels like He's doing it the right way. You know what I mean? He had to change the culture there. I saw I saw the excitement during spring game. It seems like things are headed in the right direction. So I trust the climb. I trust Shane Lyons. I trust Gordon Gee. And I trust Neil Brown. But I just wanted an inside view of, you know, how you felt and, and just some encouragement for the rest of the Mountaineer Nation. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. You, you, you just, you just got to do your part, man. One thing they always say is uh, destiny prepares the – wait, what is it? Destiny favors the prepared. That's one of the big slogans they have in, in, inside the facility. That's actually one of my favorite ones too, because you know uh, everyone's going in there playing and having fun, like uh, football players. But those those who who like are preparing themselves mentally and, and mentally physically, and like you have a leader who does that all the time. Literally, that man is always preparing for the next week, next practice, and he always—he's not—he's not afraid to tell tell the, like the the staff that. That's that's one thing I know that Neil Brown is really really good at for a fact is how he goes about and does his things. And he's always prepared. You see him outside and practice field. He has the papers, or paper and pen. When he's in interviews, paper and pen because he, he's prepared for everything. And that's one thing I believe too because you know that they. I'm, I'm living proof of that too, you know. 
Yeah, man. No, we love it. We just wanted your insights. I got one more question for you before we hit the rapid fire. Who's the best defensive player that you faced that you that you lined up against was against and was like, man, this this dude's a monster. See, I I get that question a lot. If I'm asking honestly, has anyone ever gave me it? Like, are you saying like someone has made me run for my money? Yeah, that would like I'm I'm trying to say this the most humble way. Not, there hasn't been anyone who's like I have. I was on the field like, dang, this guy's really good. You know what I mean? That got me heavy breathing. I, I really never had one like that. But okay. the one player that, that stood out to me that I think that's good, that we always go head to head all the time, will be, will probably be the Steel Brothers. Cause me and the, like, I love going against those guys. So like, it'll probably be. They got that motor. Steel Brothers. Yeah. I was gonna say, I was, I was gonna say, what about Vanderis Cohen, man? I watched him in the spring game. He was collapsing the pocket every play. Oh, that's, that's, man. VD is a soldier, man. That guy's a monster. Anything you you want to display him as on on the field, he's everything, man. No, VD got it like. No, I, I asked TJ Simmons. I said, "A healthiest Vendarius Cohen." What do you predict? He said, "All American." If he can stay healthy, you pack. that dude's a monster. Fact, one hundred percent, thousand percent. VD, VD, one hundred percent. No injuries, no nothing. That, that guy would be in the NFL right now. Nah, that's, I that's, love it. That's what I believe that time. All right, man. We're gonna wrap this up with rapid fire. You ready for it? Straight from the top of the dome. Just, just give us what you got. First question: the favorite WVU color combo? Uh, all white. Ah, the stormtroopers. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Best pop tart? Uh, what's that? S'mores. Okay, I'll accept s'mores. Best place to get fast food French fries? Yeah, you guys don't know it, but to me, it's, it's where I grew up in Compton. It's called Tams. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. I thought you were going to say In-N-Out Burger. I went to my first In-N-Out Burger. The fries are whack, <laughs> but the burgers are good. Yeah. I, amen. Toy Story or Lion King? Toy Story. King Kong or Godzilla? King Kong. Come on, man. <laughs> Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Would you rather be overdressed for an occasion or underdressed? Overdressed. Would you rather not have your phone for a day or go without food for a day? Uh, uh, go, uh, go without a phone for a day. Would you rather be a tiny elephant or a giant hamster? <laughs> tiny elephant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's the best Avenger? Iron Man. All right. A year without sugar or a year without salt? Salt. And now for the million-dollar question, this is my pride and joy. I need a real answer from you, Mike, and I know you're a real one. You're going to give me a real answer. This is a question. Do you pee in swimming pools? Affirmative. (laughs) (laughs) Real talk. Mike bringing it. <laughs> Mike Breezy in the building bringing it. I love it. I, I love the real answer. Come on, man. No, I ain't man. The pool to go pee. <laughs> ain't nobody getting up out the pool, drying man, off. Been, come on, man. That's why you shower after everybody pee. That's why they took the blue thing out, man. Everybody do it. The whole pool be dark blue. If it, <laughs> man, you ain't getting invited to no pool parties in New Orleans, okay? <laughs> All right, well, that's it. 
This is our boy, Mike Brown. As a matter of fact, Mike, shout out where they can find you on, on your social media. Let them know. Oh, you can get me on IG. I am Mike Brown. Twitter, I am Mike Brown. All right. That's our dude. We appreciate it, man. Hold it down. Uh, RVK, Mike <laughs> Brown. Good friendship. We out. Later. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.